This week's episode on Sharpen the Sword podcast is a talk I did at Lakota East High School with their sports medicine class. And we just recorded it and thought that we'd put the information up there today. It's just a little bit about my story. I talked to some sophomores and juniors about what I do as a coach at Adrenaline Sports and Fitness. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Adrenaline Sports and Fitness, and she is a bang gal presently. And this is uh, Tony P, the man, the Adrenaline Sports and Fitness owner. Um, I've known Tony for a long time. There's not a better dude in the business or just random fun facts, knowledge, anything. Great resource for me. And I met Andrea this year when I pseudo tried to smooth back into <laughs> Adrenaline. <laughs> I'm coming back at some point. I am. Okay. Ready to go? Thank you for your attention. Get rid of your phones. I know you know the deal when we have other people in, in the room. So, thank you. How are you, boss? Hey. Hello, everyone. So, my name is Andrea. Um, like Mr. B said, I'm a coach at Adrenaline. I also cheer for the Bengals. Um, I have a few things I want to talk to you guys about today. But first, just kind of show of hands, how many of you play sports or you're in sports? Or you've ever played a sport? So, probably almost everybody. Good. Um, how many of you want to be like a personal trainer or a strength coach, something in that kind of realm? One day. All right, cool. What about like physical therapy? Physical therapist? Cool. Doctor, surgeon maybe? Anything? Nutrition, something in that kind of realm? Sports nutrition? Okay, cool. How many of you have no idea what the hell you want to do? All right, that's cool too. Yeah, yep. You're like what, 15, 16, right? You probably have no idea what you want to do yet. People probably ask you that a lot. How many of you know that, like, regardless, you just, like, you want to help somebody at some point? Whatever profession you want to go into, like, you want to you help somebody. That's your goal. All right, solve a problem. Right. So that's not only just for the health, health profession. That's one reason that I really like this profession, because I feel like I get to help at least one person every single day. Uh, but that goes for kind of all professions, teachers, um, accountants, lawyers. You're always kind of solving some kind of problem or helping somebody, right? So... I graduated with my degree in food and nutrition science from Ohio University. I also got my minor in business administration, uh, sports nutrition, and diabetes. So nutrition is kind of like my specialty. That's where a lot of my knowledge is. When I was in college, I was a personal trainer for three years. And then I kind of liked um, being able to kind of mesh those together, how fitness, physical activity, and nutrition kind of come together and um, form like one kind of bigger overall thing to our health. Um, so, you know, I went to college thinking I would be, you know, maybe a dietitian and go work in a hospital, and that's not where I'm at today. I um, work in adrenaline, and that's something that I really love to do. Um, I asked you those questions earlier because I know at like 15, 16 years old, you have no idea probably what you want to do. Even when you're 18 and about to graduate, sometimes people don't even know what they want to do. I have 20 year old friends who still don't know what they want to do. Um, but I think it's really important in trying to figure that out, right? You want to figure out what you want to do for the rest of life, what's going to make you happy, what's going to help you help other people, something that you're interested in. Um, when I was in high school, I actually, when I was around your age, what kind of sparked my interest in nutrition was that I had, was experiencing an eating disorder myself. So I was trying to seek out, like, help. You know, how can I figure this out? How can I get better? So I just went to the computer and just started Googling things. And that was how I kind of just started diving into nutrition and I kind of just taught myself. Um, I started reading a lot of books, I like to read. Um, and then once I kind of realized how, you know, kind of fixing your nutrition can make you feel better and you can, 
you know, change the way your body looks, then I wanted to see how I could do that through fitness too. So I was doing competitive dance and cheer at the time. Then I decided I was gonna get a gym membership and that was super scary to me, like going into a gym, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, but I just went and kind of figured it out as I go. Sometimes you just kind of have to dive in even though you're totally scared to go do those kinds of things. So that's what kind of helped me figure out what I wanted to do when I went to college. Um, so I call myself one of those lucky people that like, you go to college and you know exactly what you want to do. Um, when I was in college, I did not um, do dance or cheer or anything. I kind of focused more on my academics. I thought I would never do cheer or dance later in life, but here I am. So sometimes, you know, you're on a different path than you thought you would be. Uh, but one of the things I really tried to do, especially um, leading into college, to kind of make sure that I chose what I thought was a good path for myself with nutrition, was I tried to get some like real life kind of experience, hands on, doing what I thought I wanted to do. So for you, you know, if you want to be a trainer or a strength coach or something like that one day, maybe you can try to shadow somebody who does that. Maybe you can reach out. Maybe one of your friend's parents is like a physical therapist and you want more information about that. Ask if you can sit and talk to them. And I know these things, especially at your age, are kind of scary and you're like, oh, I don't want to have to go talk to people or ask somebody to do something. But those are so helpful and very practical steps that you can take if you want to try to figure it out before you go to college and then you're hit with all these crazy things to study and exams and all this kind of crazy stuff. So some kind of practical steps for you. Um, when I tried out for Bengal, so last year, this previous year was my rookie year, it was my first time, um, and I took that whole four-year gap of not dancing or cheerleading at all. When I decided I wanted to do it, I just kind of said, all right, I have four, four to five months, I'm just going to kind of buckle down and try to be super disciplined, get in really good shape, um, kind of go over all the skills and everything that I need to know, and I'm going to go for it. And so my, the work paid off and I made the team. Um, and then I kind of like learned all this new stuff of kind of what going into being a professional cheerleader was like. Um, one thing that I really like about sports, organized sports, a lot of you guys have said that you've done sport before or you're in sports now, is that a lot of things that we learn and do in sports directly apply to just life in general. So you don't have to raise your hands for this, but kind of thinking to yourself, um, you know, have you ever played a sport and you felt like it was hard, right? Hard time playing sports. Something, I'm sure you hit some point where you're like, wow, this is pretty hard. Whether it's like your conditioning, maybe you're out on the field, something you're doing that's hard. Or maybe there's like a time that you lost. You lost a game, even if you have like an undefeated team. You know, at some point you lose something or maybe you, you get hurt, you're injured and you can't play. Uh, maybe something's unfair. Maybe you think it's unfair your coach put somebody in instead of you or your bench or something unfair, right? Well, the same thing happens in life. Stuff happens, life's unfair, and I don't say that in a way to discourage you, but I say that in a way to motivate you, to kind of use those skills that you learn from a sport in life. So one thing that, um, you know, Tony is really part of our training as coaches is that we try not to just have you come in for 45 minutes to an hour and just do, you know, your speed training or your whatever training you're doing, we also kind of try to teach you like work ethic and discipline and kind of those small skills that are going to translate later on. Even just like communication <laughs> skills, making eye contact with people, you know, shaking somebody's hand, those things that are really, really important outside of just your sport, outside of just here, later on in life things that are important. And I think that Tony and our other coach Brian, they do a really good job of that. 
especially working with kids. Um, it's kind of cool to see sometimes somebody who's maybe come in for a few months and just even how they change in small ways since they've been there. Um, so that's something that we value as coaches and I think that's kind of different um, than just kind of coming in and doing your workout and leaving. We try to make that, if we can, like the best part of your day. So you come in, you have fun, maybe you're just having a bad day. Like we might not necessarily care that day if you're pushing as hard as you possibly can as long as you're like leaving better than you came in. Um, so learning those kind of things um, in sport. One thing for the Bengals being cheerleaders, they are very adamant on us like looking the part too. So, you know, when you're going out in public, just as simple as like carrying yourself well, um, even like how the way that you dress, um, being careful about different things that you say, even as simple as like one thing we kind of get in trouble of for is like if we're at practice and you're like slouching. Like think about if you went to like a professional interview or you know you're going to meet like a new college professor when you guys go up to college or wherever you are and you're just kind of like hey what's up just kind of like slouching that doesn't look like professional or very pleasing right and you know like even a handshake you might have heard this before maybe your parents or somebody says this can I shake your hand somebody's just like hey what that's you know learning how to shake somebody's hand like a strong handshake even if you have like little hands, I have big hands, you have nice little hands. Um, but you know, like a handshake, something as simple as that, like that's important, right? That's gonna be important for the, re for the rest of your life. Um, and I know now, like I was in your shoes not long ago, I'm 23, and I just tell you that because like eight, or eight years ago I was a sophomore, yeah, six years ago is when I graduated. So I know I, w I was in that space not long ago and it is kind of like awkward and weird and all these different things that like adults always tell you to do. Um, I think that's a really cool thing about sports is that you're constantly doing something that you're learning somewhere else. Um, any questions right now before we kind of move on? Alright, so one thing that I really want you guys to kind of take away from this is um, how you can kind of, what you can do to help find your purpose and like passion. Like, so kind of taking like something that you really, really care about whether, you know, if you want to be a physical therapist, if that's something you really, really care about, trying to figure out, like, what steps, what can I do to kind of help me get there in the future, even if it's just small steps, even if it's, like, practicing a handshake to make sure that you have a really solid handshake that stands out to somebody. Something that's that small and simple. Um, so kind of figuring out how you can take something you're really passionate about and combine it to actually make a career, something that you can do for the rest of your life that you're really going to enjoy. Uh, I was telling the last class that... So I get up at 4 a.m. to go to work in the morning. How many of you think that that is like, yes, 4 a.m., let's get up at 4 a.m.? No, that's, right, yeah? Doesn't sound great. You probably get up for school and you're like, oh, this is already terrible. But when I get up at 4 a.m., it's like, yeah, that kind of sucks when your alarm goes off, but I am just so excited that I get to get up and do what I do every day. And I think it's sad because I don't think, I'll, like, you know, maybe 50-50. A lot of people, I think, can say the same thing. I love to get up and teach today. That's probably what Ms. Drew, like, she's excited to come here and teach you guys. There's some people that, you know, they never kind of find that profession. They're like, eh, rather not get up and go to work. So I want you guys to kind of be active in figuring out what you want to do so that you can get up in the morning and be like, yes, I'm making a difference. I'm helping somebody. I'm doing what I set out to do today. And be super excited about it. The second thing, so, again, kind of coming back to sports, but, again, just life in general. Um, I kind of call it sharpening the sword. I got that because so me and this guy, Tony, so we just started a podcast just for fun. Um, it's called Sharpen the Sword. 
I don't know if it's necessarily a resource that you guys would like. It's more kind of like advice geared towards more adults, but I just like the name, Sharpen the Sword. Um, so I kind of like to think about life as like, you know, like a battle. So, you know, crap happens sometimes. Life's not always like sunshine and roses, right? Is yours? No, mine's not. Yeah. Um, but sharpen the sword. So would you go to battle with like a dull sword? No. Are there any Game of Thrones fans in here? Nice. Me either. I'm just asking. I don't have anything to say about it. I don't watch it either. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you wouldn't go to battle with like a dull sword, right? It's something, you know, it's got to be sharp. And so we kind of like, I think of that too, like our skills and our knowledge and things that go in life. It's like you constantly kind of want to try to be like sharpening your skills. Maybe it's like your work, ec work ethic or like your discipline. Um, sometimes like if you fail a test and you're like, oh, like, you know, I failed this test, you could be like, oh, wow, that sucks. I'm not going to study for my next test now because, you know, screw it. Failed this test, fail your next test. Or you can be like, maybe there's something to be, I can learn here. You know, like maybe there's a skill I need to improve on. Maybe I need better time management and I can study more at night. Maybe I didn't study at all for the last test and I should probably study this time. Stuff like that. So kind of sharpening um, those skills. Again, I think it's something that we try to really teach uh, through our training at Adrenaline, and it's not something that we tell you, like, you're going to come in today and we are going to teach you some discipline today. It's kind of something that it's our goal kind of in the background. It's kind of like a secondary thing that you learn as you come. So that's something that is very important to us, um, the coaches. And then, so the kind of the two, oh yeah, I keep forgetting this slide is near, I did this last time too. Homework, who's excited? Homework, yeah. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, yeah, give me some more. Um, no, just two things I want you to kind of think about. So the first one being like finding your passion or your purpose, that thing that, you know, is going to get you really excited when, you know, in the future that you want to learn about, whatever it is. Um, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to put my information up here at the end too. So, you know, maybe if, if nutrition, if you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them if I could. Um, but like nutrition's your thing and you're like, I'm trying to learn more about this and see if it's something I'd be interested in. What kind of like helper resources do you have? I would love to help you with that. Um, but just kind of digging a little bit deeper, trying to meet with people. Again, I know it's kind of weird and awkward to like ask somebody, hey, can I shadow you? Or can I have more information about this? Sometimes it's kind of weird. But again, even sharpening just those, those communication skills because that's gonna be something you're gonna need in any profession, no matter what you do in life communication skills. It's something that even for being an NFL cheerleader, like if you don't have communication skills, you can be the best dancer, you can be so in shape or whatever, but if you don't have like just basic communication skills, they don't want you. And I think that, you know, that comes with like a lot of jobs too. Communication skills, things like that, just the basic stuff that you can kind of learn from anybody is key. And then second, how can I sharpen my sword today? Or how can I just be a little bit better today? Or how can I improve something that maybe, you know, I'm kind of slacking it and lacking it a little bit. Makes sense? Any questions? Okay, so I'm gonna kind of talk a little bit more about um, cheerleading now. Um, one thing, I was kind of telling the last class this. So one question that we kind of get a lot is, it's not so much like a question, but people kind of say like, oh wow, it's so cool. You get to stand on the field with the football players and you get to be next to so-and-so and have you met so-and-so and like this is so cool and you wear these cool outfits and you get to smile and take all these cool pictures. 
I'm like, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's a great experience, but it's also very, very hard. It's a, it takes a lot of discipline, and there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, somebody asked the question last class, you know, how much time commitment is to it? And in a way, it's almost like a 24-7 you're committed. So we have practices that start. We start in May, and then they go through the end of our season. So at the earliest, it would be December. If we ever go to a playoff game, it might be a little longer than that. Don't know if that's going to happen while I'm there, but hopefully. Maybe if we cheered harder, our team would be better. Um, but <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, well, I was gonna say is that so it's it's kind of like a a year-round commitment, you know. Like we have to be physically in shape, and we have to you know look a certain way. And if you you know aren't on your training, if you're not on your nutrition, if you're not getting enough sleep at night, things like that all goes into this big equa equation, and it takes a certain level of discipline, and that's really hard, especially to maintain year-long. Um, and so, you know, I kind of found a balance for me. One thing that's really important, again, you know, I study nutrition, so I kind of, that's like my number one priority. I try to eat and make sure that I feel good, um, you know, that I can have energy to work out, to get through a whole work day, to do, you know, everything that I do. And then training, making sure that you're training, you're staying on that. Um, how many times do you, you, like, you feel unmotivated? You don't want to, like, do your homework that night. Maybe you don't want to go to practice. Like, yeah, that sucks. If you're in something like this, it doesn't matter if you're unmotivated or not, you have to do it. So those kind of things that you just learn over time and being able to do it, it's, you know, when you make a commitment, even in like your sports now, you know, I'm sure sometimes you want to like skip a practice. I remember in high school, I'd try to get out of like going to dance practice at night all the time. I'd be like, ah, I'm tired because I stayed up too late the night before and a long day at school and I have all this going on and I don't want to do it. And it's still, you know, you're still showing up, still showing up for that commitment that you made. Um, so that's one thing, too. I think all of these things kind of come full circle and between, like, sports, school, figuring out what you want to do. It takes um, some time and some commitment. Um, so typically, like, you know, going back to how hard it is, mm -hmm. so you, you, you dance for, what, four hours mm -hmm. of game? And the it's all, yeah, the only break we get is halftime, and we get one drink break per quarter. That's, like, 15 seconds. Seriously? <laughs> yes. Wow, you guys could be the next ones in trouble for not giving your athletes enough water. Well, and, yeah, we had, a, we had a girl that, like, passed out after a game because of that. And they tell you to, I mean, if you need it, and you can ask for extra drink, drink breaks, and you're, like, you'll be given them. But the only ones that, like, they plan for is, like, one per person per quarter. Because when everybody so. else is taking their breaks, you yeah. guys are doing the work. Yeah. And, um... So yeah, even that too, like making sure that you take it upon yourself. A lot of it is like personal responsibility because your coaches aren't going home with you at night and being like, okay, eat this tomorrow. Make sure you get this much sleep and blah, blah, blah. They only come, you know, to practice in games. So you have to take it upon yourself. Like the weekend we have a game on Sunday, I start preparing on Friday. Like what I eat in the next 48 hours is going to prepare me for this game and I have to make sure I'm hydrated and I drink this and I have all my electrolytes and, you know, I'm taking time to stretch and do all these things beforehand. So it like goes a little bit mute. Uh, more beyond game day, yeah. Yeah, we don't get too much of a break when we cheer. Not to mention your dancing those crazy little boots. Yeah, we get the little, little heels on. Oh yeah, by the end of it, like the knees hurt. We have to leave the stadium with our nice dresses and heels on. So if you go down below the stadium, you can see everybody limping out with all of our stuff. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody have any questions?
So the tryout process, so for us, starts like around March, April. So the very first round of tryouts, there's certain rounds and you can be eliminated from each round. Um, the very first one is just a very basic like dance round. They just want to see if you can dance. Um, from there, they eliminate. The next round is skills and techniques. So they give you so many things that you have to be able to do. Um, if you make it through that round, then we have a round of interviews. Um, so the interviews, I call it more of like a conversation. They kind of expect you to come in and like lead the way. And again, this comes down to like communications and how you um, handle yourself. And they look at us from the day you come in for the like preliminary dance rounds to the end. They're looking at how you carry yourself, how you stand, if you're smiling, um, how you talk, things like that. They look at your every outfit that you wear. They want to make sure that you can like dress and do your hair nice. Uh, so when you go in for an interview, it's very much, you know, they'll kind of, they ask a few questions about, you know, what do you do for a living? Um, sometimes they might ask, why do you want to be on this team? But they're really looking at you to carry a conversation because we do a lot of things like with the community, different events and appearances, and they want to make sure that you're a personable person and people actually want to sit and have a conversation with you. So that's very big. And then from there, if you make it that far, you, um, we have so many weeks it's like two and a half weeks of practice, um, which we're in right now, and then our final auditions on Sunday. And then from there, we start right away. Um, a lot of conditioning and stuff over the summer, learning a lot of things, and then it's time for the season. Yeah, two more questions. Yes. The first is about how many women probably try out. So it depends every year. I'd say, and so the veterans are exempt from the very first round. So we didn't have to go this year. Um, I think about 80 to 100 people showed up for that. Um, and then we had 23 returning veterans. So by the time they eliminated people from that, it was about 60 with vet veterans and the people that made it through. And then now we have 45 people that go on to. So the final five. Mm -hmm. how many are on the roster? Um, we had 29 this year. They can have anywhere from 24 to 32, but they try to stay like on the lower end of that. And then you also, so once you make the team, this didn't happen last year, but once you make the team, you can still be like let go by the end of June. So we do like conditioning and they want to make sure, because when you think about it, you don't really get to know somebody too well during a tryout process. So once you're on the team, they want to make sure that you are fully like holding up your end of the deal, you're showing up to practices. Um, we go to every single practice with our hair and makeup done. Um, you have to look nice. Like the whole thing, just like we would show up for game day, is how you show up for practice too. Um, so doing all that, they want to make sure that you know you're gonna look the part. Yes. What's your conditioning like? Conditioning. So the conditioning for us is not like what well, as we, what we do as a team is nothing too crazy. We do after every practice in the summer, which is two to three times a week, we'll do 30 minutes of conditioning on the end. So that could be something as simple as just like running sprints. It could be something that simple, or it could be. Um, kind of like a circuit training type thing. A lot of times we bring in um, other like coaches or people just who want to come and do a workout with us, which is cool. We've had like a ton of different studios and people from down in the Cincinnati area that have come to work with us. Um, we do have a sponsor who is a gym that we can use as a resource because they want you to, you know, do that. I work at a gym, so I just do everything on adrenaline. And we do a class in the summer that um, he has that got me extremely well prepared for the season. I felt very conditioned and in shape. I personally think it's something that our program lacks a little bit. I think that we could kind of like turn it up a notch because like I said, you know, four hours on game day, especially like the hot games, it's very, very tough. 
And if you're not taking it upon yourself again, if you're not taking that personal responsibility to be at that standard, then it makes things like game day very hard. And there are people that it, they get benched for that. We can only cure 24 girls at a time. So, and we had 29 on our roster this year. So that leaves like five spots that So what do they do? Um, you still show up for game day. Okay. They'll do different things. Like we have, so our Does coach. You guys water? <laughs> yes, yes, literally that, yes. Um, we do, so we have side, our coaches, we have sideline coaches, because we have four groups of people on the sideline, and they have like walkie-talkies that talk to each other to make sure everybody's doing the right thing. So we have two girls that'll do that. The other girls dress and go into the suites, um, different suites, like we have different people that, you know, pay so much money to come and watch games. So they'll go up there and just kind of hang out with them, talk do different like sometimes there's different like appearances going on during the game so they'll have the girls do that so you still like you still have to show up to all the practices everything's still the same um game day they just kind of give you something different to do so so my other question i'll come back to is the longevity of a dancer mm -hmm. so are they usually a bengal for six years eight years two years it all kind of depends our head captain who just like retired this past year it was her eighth year um, and she's just turned 30. So it kind of depends. I will say that there's a lot more like injury as it gets up there, especially like we had a girl, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is 100% true, but I think we are the team that hold, that has like the oldest woman as a Bengal on our team. Um, and she was 42, and that was like two years ago. So we have Shannon? You know? No, but I know who you're talking about. Um, but we have a girl on our team right now, and you would not think so, but she's 40 years old. So we do have a 40-year-old on our team. She does not look 40. So you wouldn't be able to look at the roster and pick her out. But um, we have a few girls in their 30s. Um, most people do it for, like, I'd say three-ish years is kind of where people like to go. And a lot of it, too, it is a pretty big time commitment. So a lot of people who are, like, married, you know, they want to start families. You obviously, you know, you can't. Be pregnant and on a, on the team. Uh, there are a lot of girls who are moms who are on the team. Um, so it's just kind of like how people can work it into their lifestyle. Um, but yeah, there's no age limit on it, so you can be as old as you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Come try out. sure 
that is a passion of yours to help young women that do may seek nutritional advice. Because that is a huge deal. I mean, everybody wants just to look the part, but they don't understand the science behind what that may be healthfully. So I just, a general statement like, we're gonna have a moment at some point, if you can find a way to use it positively, that's gonna be really, really good. And then make sure you do put that slide up in the next couple of minutes with your information. Because if I've learned anything about young people is they don't like asking questions in front of other people. But there might be somebody in here that wants to ask you something. Absolutely. And kind of going off of what uh, Ms. Drew just said, you know, when I was that age, I didn't ask anybody for help. I was like, very much like, I'm gonna figure this out. I wanna do it. And I 100% recommend if you are somebody that's struggling with something like that, and it doesn't have to be that, it could be something else, or you know somebody, it's okay to ask for help. You can ask people for help. I will say, if it's something that you're struggling with, feel free to shoot me an email. I can't help you, but I can help you get the resources that you need. If that's more comfortable for you to ask somebody that's closer in age to you, then maybe asking a teacher or telling your parent. Um, things like that are very tough, and it's something that you know I still kind of struggle with now, especially in you know as an NFL cheerleader, where you know what you look like and things like that are very, very you know important to the sport. It's something that you know I still have to deal with too. So, if you have any questions at all, it doesn't have to be like specifically about that. Maybe it's just about anything that I said, anything that maybe you didn't get to ask. Feel free. I was telling the last class. I don't know if you guys email, but you can email me. Um, I do answer my direct messages on Instagram. So if that's easier for you, feel free to do that. Or my website, there's like a form on there where you could submit things and it goes to my email. So anything and everything that's just a, a question, feel free. I'm happy to help. We practice at different times. All they're usually done by five. Like their practices are like a normal work day from like eight to five, um, and then we go in like. Well, not they don't practice the whole time. They have like fit. They have like. <laughs> they're out on the field like just for eight hours. Um, no, they have like they eat breakfast together. They have film. They have meetings. They practice for like two hours or so. Then they have you might they have might have like um, lifting or something, and then we practice from seven to nine thirty or ten. So. We see them sometimes. <laughs> they try to keep yeah, they try to keep us like practice time away from each other. We do a lot of events and stuff with them, which is cool. Okay. Well, class, obviously let's give a shout out to Coach Andrew. Today's episode was powered by Adrenaline Sports and Fitness, Cincy Cheer Strength. Andrea Renee Fitness with music provided by Deadstream. We'll have all the links in the show notes for websites and social media content.